Hey there, welcome into the Render Podcast today. I'm your host and we're going to be talking all about sales. We're going to go into four different points today. One is going to be listen and understand. The second is serve and lead. The third is overcome and overdeliver. And the fourth is serve and close. You're going to want to have a notebook and pen out for this episode or bookmark it to come back to because there's a lot of really great nuggets that I'm about to tell you about when it comes to sales in your clients and booking business. I'm excited to get into today's episode, and at the end, you're going to hear me tell you more about our SOP bundle in our resource shop. Sales is a lot of work. There's a lot of to-dos to get to that final sale and beyond. At the end of our podcast today, I'm going to tell you a little bit more about our SOP bundle, which is our standard operating procedures. It's the step-by-step way that you do your business, and so that's going to be a great tool for you to add on to this episode all about how you do your sales process. So check that out in the resource shop. We've got it linked in our show notes below. All right, ready to get into a sales training episode with me? I'm so excited to tell you more about it. Listen in. Hey there, you're listening to The Render Podcast, a podcast for creatives. I'm Cam, a visionary leader who has failed and thrived through small business leadership. After being in the events industry since 2010 and working with brands such as Nike, the Dallas Cowboys, and the Create and Cultivate, I became wildly passionate about education for small businesses. I teach others how to work with their dream clients, the mistakes I've made along the way. I hope you leave here refreshed, engaged, and ready to take on your company, making the next right decision. sales training today. Sales can be one of the most hard and really overwhelming and scary parts of having a business and being in business, but without sales, you're not going to have a business. And so this is a full training on how to really sell to your client and make them keep coming back to you and keep referring you to other people as well. So listen into this episode. I'm so excited to get started. I have four points that we're going to cover today. So the very first one is listen and understand. The second one is going to be listen and lead. The third is overcome and overdeliver. And we're going to finish up with serve and close um, again. And so we're going to really sit into each of these different four pieces of sales. And so if you have a notebook and pen, please grab that out or come back to this episode. You're going to want to take notes and kind of expand on any thoughts that you have and revelations that you have after listening to some of these ideas and thoughts around sales. So I'm excited to get into it today. So the very first one is listen and understand. All right, so there's a difference between just listening and hearing. And so we're going to really focus on the listening, not just the hearing them when they talk. When we listen, we need to actively listen to our clients, like grab them on the phone, look at each word of their emails and actively listen, not only just to hear them, but listen to understand and not necessarily respond quite yet, but listen to understand, get in all the information that they're telling you either verbally in person, verbally on the phone, or in their email communication with you, they are likely going to say exactly what you need to be able to give them a quote that they're going to be able to book with you on. Clients have this imaginary bridge of trust that they have before they even reach out to you. And every client has this, and you even have this with certain retailers and places that you shop as well, and you might not know it yet. But there's this imaginary bridge. So think that you're on one side of the bridge and your client is on the other side of this bridge. 
you have to cross this bridge in order to make a purchase with this vendor or with this retailer. And so there are a few different things that you need to overcome and each person is going to be different in how they do this. And they are likely going to tell you exactly what they need to do to overcome this bridge of trust with you in their communication with you, either on the phone or in their email. So there are three different um, kind of main points of trust that they need to overcome. And you can do this, and we're going to talk about this in a little bit. You can overcome each of these areas in just a little bit. So we're going to come back to these. But the first is that they need to trust you on your product. And I'm talking really specifically to event vendors, people who have products. So um, people like the rental industry or florist or catering or things like that. If you are a planner or you are a photographer, this could be your product or your service. And so kind of hand in hand, um, these go together. So product, service, they need to trust you and what you provide and what you produce for your clients. And so that's the first one. They need to cross this bridge of imaginary trust on product or service. The second is going to be trust on timing or delivery. And so your timing in response, your timing in um, being there on the event date, your timing in the post-event product. So if you're a photographer or you're providing a service or your um, your ability to book with them after they even have their event, um, then trusting you on your timing and trusting on your delivery is something that they need to overcome as well. And then the last one is trust on people. Trust on you. Trust on your delivery team. Trust on the people that they're going to interact with in your company for their event. And so those are the three main areas of trust that they need to cross in order to book with you. Your clients are going to tell you exactly what they want and what trust hurdles they are going to need to overcome. So listening actively to understand these and not just hearing them when they talk, really taking lots of notes is going to be really important. So write it all down. Make sure you include what they say in your messaging back to them and the quotes that you give them. And so if they're going to tell you that, uh, man, they heard a story once that their delivery team did not show up on time and that they were two or three hours late, well, you need to reassure them that that's not how you operate. Show them reviews of your timing. Show them why you aren't going to have that issue with them. And so write it all down and include that repeat back to them in your way of trusting and showing that they can trust you exactly how they communicate it to you. So write it down. And then you also want to understand exactly what they want and why they want it. What motivates them for wanting that thing? So do they really want a really romantic look to their wedding? Well, why do they want that? And what is the uh, version of the romantic look that they want versus what you maybe envision in your head. So gathering photos or gathering um, expansion on words is going to be really important here in this listening process and understanding process. You want to gather as much information and take essentially what is in their head and put it in your head so that when you quote them, they're not surprised at all. And it's um, that you get the reaction from them that is more of the oh my gosh, this is exactly what I'm thinking, instead of the, well, you know, we could tweak it here. And so if you can gather um, certain things like expansion on words, so you could say, okay, you want a romantic look, can you expand on that a little bit? And they might hesitate for a second. They're like, I mean, I just want something romantic looking. And you can say something like, are you thinking romantic in a garden kind of lush look? Are you looking romantic in a modern kind of glam romance? Are you looking on 
um, Pinterest for certain things? Do you have some photos of the romantic look that you're looking for? Or you might have someone who wants eclectic. Well, are you wanting eclectic in the boho modern look? Or are you wanting eclectic in you want it to look seamless but have some different textures to it? And so understanding what they really mean by one word and expanding on that, and then even more so through photos, is going to be a really, really great tool for you on the understanding and listening process of this sales uh, job. And this whole process of getting to closing the sale could look different on your timing. You might have someone who reaches out, especially nowadays, someone who reaches out days or weeks before their event versus the months or years that we've been typical uh, before the pandemic hit. And so the timing of this might look different in the um, amount of time that you have uh, ability to listen and understand could be shortened, but trying to really overcome and, and have as much information as possible in maybe as little time as possible is really important key to this process of sales. And so listening and understanding, gathering all the information, um, and then being able to store that somewhere to where when you quote them back, they say, oh my gosh, this is exactly what I was thinking. All right, let's move into part two of this, which is serving and leading your clients. So to serve is to be of use. You are literally there as their hands and feet to whatever problem or need that they have for their event. Um, go out of your way to serve them beyond what they even asked for. I had a client recently reach out, and it was a planner for a bride's wedding, and she reached out and she was talking about the floral and she really just only needed floral. And if you know the render brand, we also do floral and custom event design and uh, rentals and all of that. And so when she reached out about floral, of course, we were able to talk floral and all of that. But I really tried to listen and understand what her entire need for this event was. And she started mentioning lighting and she started mentioning uh, rentals and she started mentioning all these things that she needed as well. And so when I listened to her on all of those things, I knew that I already, for her wedding floral, she wanted an installation in the ceiling above the dance floor. And so knowing that and being in business for as long as I have been, I knew I needed to bring in an AV company to help me under, uh, rig this installation for the dance floor. Well, this AV company that I typically use from all my rigging, they also do lighting and they also do sound and DJ and all of that. And so she said, you know, we're looking for chandelier lighting and we're looking for twinkle lights and we're looking for pin spots and all of that. And she just was mentioning that and kind of a laundry list of things that she had to get done. And I said, you know what? I have to reach out to my company for rigging this anyway. So why don't you send me your list of your lighting uh, things that you need? And I'll just preemptively send that over to them. And they were like, oh, well, who do you use? And I told them the company that I use. And they were like, oh, my gosh, we also have them for our DJ already book. And I was like, well, perfect. It's a great um, opportunity to expand on that quote. And so she was able to send me her list of lighting. And all I did was copy and paste that and send it over to my contact at my AV company. And he's able to quote that out for them. And so that just relieved some pressure on the planner because I listened to her intently. And I was able to serve her and go beyond what we do as a company. Now, we can't do that for every client. However, if we have the time and the margin and uh, the ability to help our clients, we're going to serve them out of abundance and we're going to serve them beyond what we typically do because we value that relationship and because we listened and understood the needs of our client.
And so that's what I mean out of going out of your way to serve them beyond what they've even asked you for. They might have things on their list, their laundry list of things that they need for their event that you might not have in your inventory or you might have it in your inventory and they just didn't know it because they don't have time to go look at everything on your website. If you're a rental company like us, you have a very large website. You have lots of categories and lots of rental pieces. There's no possible way that in the midst of this wedding season that we're all in right now, that every planner can go to every single site on your website and see every single thing that you have in your inventory. So listening and understanding all the needs that they have for their event could inform you and help you upsell your quotes to where you are overcoming their issues and their problem spots and over delivering on what you need to do, which is what we're going to get into in just a second. How do you do this? By listening and by understanding. And so go back to point one about listening and understanding your clients so that you can serve and really lead them through this sales process. So this section is about serving and leading. So let's get into leading. Well, one of our core values as a company, which I encourage all companies to have a version of this in your core values, is servant leadership. Now, our core value of servant leadership says that we are giving. We believe to whom much is given, much is expected. We believe in showing up for others with our hands, in our hearts, in our finances. And so what that looks like in real time with our events brand is that we believe that we have been given much. We have been in business for a long time. And so we have the ability to give back and to um, overcome for our uh, clients. And so when we've been given much, much is expected. So we are also able to overcome and we are able to over deliver, which we're kind of getting into our point three a little bit here, but serving them is also going out of your way and leading them, listening and leading them in a way that they maybe didn't expect from you. Um, take your clients from where they are at right now, which is a point of, I've got all these things that I need for the event and I need someone to supply them and lead them to a way to where they want to go. So taking all of the things that you listened and you understood and lead them to where your quote lands. And this comes from mastering your industry. Master and understand and fill your head with all the knowledge that you need to for your industry so that you can lead out of abundance of knowledge and you can lead and serve your clients from a place that um, you know the right way. And so if you are in the weddings industry, know everything there is to know about weddings. Know the timing. Know the other vendors that go into it. And try to understand from a full perspective, not just from your narrow perspective of your specific niche in the wedding industry, but know from a full perspective of the, of the wedding industry. If your niche is corporate events, then know everything you can about corporate events. Know who you need to work with, what the terms are, what the um, different brands and different ways that you can design an event, have the different ideas of what to do for certain activations, for a VIP area. What are all the things that you need to know about a VIP area? What about a check-in? More than just the product they need, they need for the check-in, what is the intention? What is the way that they do the check-in for each different type of thing? So master your industry as much as you human, humanly can, because that's going to be able to allow you to serve and to lead your client because you're going to know exactly how they need to do this. And if you are working with wedding uh, clients and their brides, they probably aren't masters in the wedding industry. 
Um, if you're looking with a wedding plan, then they probably are close to, if not the experts of the wedding industry. But if you are working with someone who doesn't normally work in weddings, then you knowing and mastering weddings is going to only set you up for success. And spoiler alert, it's going to help you overcome that bridge of trust that we talked about when they come to the people and how they trust people. All right, so let's move into part three, which is overcome and over deliver. Remember when we listen to what they want? Now is your chance to over deliver and what you quote for your clients. This is the main whole thing. This is the bread and butter of what the sales process is, is overcoming and over delivering on everything that we have talked about so far. So did they say that they really want an environment for their guests to feel warm and invited and welcomed? Well, if they're quoting a lounge with you, throw in some pillows, over deliver by saying, hey, you mentioned that you really want your guests to feel welcomed and invited to your wedding. So we've added pillows to help aid in that um, environment that they're going to be sitting on because pillows help people feel warm and cozy and welcomed into a space. So I've thrown that on to your quote for you. You might be thinking, well, I could have made, you know, 50, 100 bucks on those pillows. Yeah, but you also gained a client that trusts you and it helped you overcome your product trustworthiness. And um, so as we're talking about this bridge of trust, remember we talked about this in the listening and understanding. Well, now is the time to shine in each of these areas. So take everything that they have told you so far and do what you need to overcome this bridge of trust. So we talked about product or service um, and that maybe being a point of tension or um, something that they maybe need to gain trust on. Most brides and most people in general have been to an event before that maybe didn't go as expected. Perhaps they sat down on a sofa and there was wine spilled on it. Or they put their stuff on a coffee table and there's a whole bunch of nicks and dings on it. And so they have already an image in their mind of, hey, that didn't go so well. And so I'm going to need to overcome this trust that their product is going to stand the test of time. And so if product is one of their main points of trust, then show them by inviting them into your studio and giving a tour of the exact product that you want them to quote for their wedding or their event. And create renderings for them. Show them exactly what it will look like on their event day because that trustworthiness on um, product or service is going to go a long way when you can show and prove it to them before they even book with you. If their point of trust is that timing and delivery, then show them your raving reviews of all of the uh, trustworthiness you've built with past clients when it comes to your delivery and when it comes to your timing. Um, if you're anything like us, we have some delivery um, reviews from our clients saying that John, who's one of the warehouse delivery guys that works for us, John was on time and he set up our product perfectly and we didn't have to even bat an eyelash for it. And it's incredible to read those, one, as someone who runs this company, but also to show our clients. We can copy and paste that or take the link from that from Google and put it into our um, email back to them and say, hey, I know that you mentioned that this might be a point of, um, of, of trustworthiness with you or it might be a point of um, frustration in the past because of some stories that you've told me. And so I just wanted to show you exactly what you can expect for your wedding day. Um, and then the last one was people. So they might have trust issues with people. And so you could have 
you again you should, could show them the reviews you could invite them in to show your personality um, or you could have basic conversations with them trying to gain their trust as well now they're not going to just outcome and say um, oh I have a trust issue with people and or I have a trust issue with say with uh, your product showing up exactly how it needs to be done they're not going to say that what you have to do is take everything that they are telling you, again, back in that understanding and listening section, and you're going to try to decipher between what they're saying and the stories that they're telling, what points of trust they are experiencing, and then put it into one of those categories. And it might be that they have all of these things or points that they need to trust you on. There's just maybe going to be one or two that stand out and they're a little bit stronger than the others. And at the end of the day, People are going to pay for what they want and need, not necessarily just what they need. So you have your client who comes in and they um, they need a lounge area or they need tables and chairs for their event. Well, they're going to come to you and they say they need tables and chairs for their event. Well, they might not know that they want a nicer pair of tables and chairs for their events. And so if they really want it, they're going to pay for it. And so showing that and inviting them into your warehouse is a really great idea on how to overcome this with them. So perhaps, and a good example of this, perhaps I um, need a pair of jeans. So if I need a pair of jeans, I could easily go to Walmart and grab a pair of jeans because that's what I need is I just need a pair of jeans. Just like your clients might just need tables and chairs. But what I really want is a pair of jeans from Madewell. It's one of my favorite brands of jeans, and so I picked Madewell. So if I really want the Madewell jeans, I know that the Madewell jeans are about $100, whereas the Walmart jeans are probably about $10 or $15. Well, if I really, really want a good pair of jeans, I'm going to figure out a way to afford the $100 pair of jeans versus just going and fulfilling a need of jeans in my closet. Same thing goes for your clients. If they need tables and chairs, they could easily go to someone down the street and get tables and chairs for cheaper. But if they want your tables and chairs because they're beautiful and they're stunning and they're going to make their event come to life, then they're going to get what they want, not necessarily what they need. And so showing them these things and overcoming these trust bridges with them is really going to put you in a place to where you can go into our next section, which is serving and closing the sale with them. So the reason I have two parts where we're talking about serving, you may be thinking, well, Kim, we just talked about serving our clients. Yes, you are correct. However, we need to keep serving the entire process of sales. Serving your clients does not end. And so that's why I have it in here twice for us to talk about. You need to keep serving them the entire process. Serving doesn't end when they even book with you. It doesn't even end when their event passes either. And so you need to continue serving them even after their event passes, even after their contract ends with you. Closing a sale can be challenging if they haven't been able to cross this bridge of trust. And so continuing to serve them over and over and over and over and over again is going to help them cross that bridge. The other part of closing a sale with them and proving trust and proving so many things and over-delivering and overcoming and closing the sale is making it super easy for them. Making it super easy. If they have to print out their contract, sign it, scan it back in, email it to you, or take a picture of it or something like that, they're probably going to have a harder time booking you. So if you can make it so easy to where you don't have any problems, they don't have any struggles getting into the contract and signing and making payment, then that's only going to help 
um, aid in your closing of the sale. Make it super easy um, to where they there's no way they can't book it if they are love loving every single part of this. If you can make it to where they can do it from their phone even, from this device right here, that's going to be the best possible scenario. In today's age in 2021, going into 2022, we do everything from our phones, right? We do our email from our phones. We do social media from our phones. We call people. We text people. We do everything from our phones. It's like a mini computer. And so if your quotes and your contracts are not able to be signed on their phone with their fingertip, then that's going to be a point of, of hurt and that's going to be something that delays you getting booked with them. So if you want them to book as quickly as possible, make it as easy as possible for your clients. Make it to where they can be sitting in the parking lot of their work or parking garage of uh, where they live to where they can sit in their driver's seat and go and sign their contract really, really quick and really easy. They don't have to get on their computer. They don't have to go to a certain place to do it. They don't have to use a printer. They can just do it on their phone. And there's softwares to do that. We've talked a million times about Good Shuffle Pro. It's one of our favorites. And so we'll put a link for you to check that out in our show notes, but make it as easy as humanly possible. And then while we're talking about serving, serving doesn't even end when they book with you and it doesn't end after their event ends with you. Keep up your relationship. A lot of our sales come from relationship marketing, relationship building, serving our clients even far after their event closes. There are a lot of people, especially the wedding planners, there's not as many people in the photography or the rental or floral or any of those industries that do do this. And I only know this because I was a wedding planner before I had my rental company. But following up with the, your clients on their one-year anniversary or their uh, close to their annual um, conference date or whenever they do things, if they have something that's recurring or they have something that maybe happened a year ago, Follow up with them and touch base with them again. Congratulate them on their one-year anniversary of their marriage or um, remind them how awesome that annual conference was that you did last year for them. They might not have to do another conference with you, but making a point of contact with them is really important. You know, on Facebook or um, Time Hop, you can go back and see things that you maybe have posted years ago or 10 years ago or um, maybe last month. Do that with your client. Give them a quick memory or time hop on what their event looked like a year ago and two years ago and three years ago and five years ago. Remind them about it and build that relationship with them. Ask them how they're doing. If they said somewhere in the communications with you that their parents' 50th anniversary was going to be six months after their wedding and it was super important that they celebrated that at the wedding, well, set a reminder on your phone or reminder on your calendar or schedule an email out even six months from their wedding anniversary or six months from their wedding date and say, hey, I know that your parents' anniversary is coming up, their 50th anniversary. It's so exciting. Congratulate them for us. That is going to go way beyond anything else that you do, even after the event passes. So be intentional. Keep serving your clients long after their event passes. Well, I hope that you've learned something here today on the podcast all about sales. I know that it's been such a joy talking about it, and I love educating our team on sales. And so I hope that you can take this back to your job and your employees and the team that you work for and show them a little bit more about sales and being intentional with your clients. 
Thanks for tuning into the podcast today. Reminder, go and sign up for our SOP bundle in our shop. That'll be a really great tool on getting you into the sales program and, and really setting up your sales line for success for your clients. So we'll talk to you soon. And thanks for listening to the Render Podcast.